good morning, Nicole Allen. Good morning, Kelly. Does it drive me nuts that I always say your last name? No, I don't care. <laughs> Are you still trying to differentiate so people know? No, I just always call you Nicole. <laughs> I'm fine with that. It's my house. If I'm talking about a Nicole, my husband gives me this dumb blank look, like which one? Yeah. Or he gets it confused and of which one and is like, what? Like, she wouldn't say that or, you know, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I'm like, no. So it's just always Nicole Allen. That works. (laughs) I like it. We had a, um, a friend's daughter who was young and she always referred to us as Erin Nicole. Like that was our, that Uh was our, we had the same name and it was all one. So they'd say, who's this? And they'd point to me and she'd say, Erin Nicole. Oh God, that's cute. (laughs) I know. But your names do flip. Well, Gemini are Jim and Kel. Like a lot of our friends or whatever we are but one unit I think that speaks to the quality of our marriages for sure (laughs) yes I also think it's just you know we've been together for a long time so yeah it's been a while yeah because you guys you're at 18 19 uh November will be 19 yes yes see that's a long ass time it is it is I love it um, how's life? What's new? Anything? Oh, you know, just living the dream, Kel. <laughs> just living the dream. <laughs> We're laughing because I had just shared with her, um, at this week has been the week of expenses for one. So, you know, one car has issues. You go to pick up the one car. And as you're fit, as I was physically driving to go get the one car picked up, from the mechanic, the other one then had issues. So it was a real one-two punch for us with that, which was, uh-huh. you know, pretty awesome. It yeah. was, it was a real, like, I started to feel a little panicky and yeah. then, you know, you just, okay, put it on my tab. What do you do? Which is <laughs> put it on my tab. It's fine. <laughs> charge it, charge it, charge it. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> it's fine. It's what it is, but it's always why is it that when it's always seems to happen once we've committed to something else, like a vacation, like we're like, okay, we're doing a trip. It's going to be great. And we like, commit, you financially commit, and yes. then all hell breaks loose and all these other things. And you're like, yeah. oh, shit. <laughs> yep. So that's kind of our current state and we're going to be fine. It's fine. It's fine. Fine. It's fine. <laughs> but <laughs> it does all seem to happen at once. So we're um yeah, that that was my week of that. And then I had a crazy client, which Kel also knows, uh, that went batshit crazy on me at the salon over the whole mask thing. And um, so that was a real, real awesome time. Feel uh-huh. really positive about humanity currently. Uh-huh. So I you know, uh, I'll, I'll just tell you what mine and Ellie's mother daughter motto is about pretty much everything. It was her senior quote in her yearbook and also on our senior ad in her yearbook. That's how I signed off to her. 
um, just with the simple letters BBT. And that stands for Bitches Be Trippin'. <laughs> Perfect. That was Erin's response, actually. <laughs> I feel like right now I'm saying that about a lot of things. Oh, God. So what much. is about this time of year? I mean, obviously the world is still on fire and there's all of that. But yeah. this time of year, no matter what, people lose their ever loving minds yeah I don't know is it like a seasonal affect something I saw something I don't know but I will tell you today is a full moon oh god um buckle up it's a (laughs) it's a very interesting full moon because um the sun is in Virgo and the moon is in Pisces I've been doing some witchery research apparently this is a good time to like let go and start new or some shit. I don't know. I'm okay. I'll let you know, but also bitches be tripping. Bitches be tripping. (laughs) I think that is accurate and we'll let that shit go. Right. Like, well, okay. Let it go. I'm all for making sense of what seems nuts. So yeah. Sometimes you got to like go back to the astrology charts or <laughs> whatever. Also, it's the end of days. So. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, depends on who you ask for sure. Yep. Yes, it does. <laughs> sure feels like it some days. <laughs> yeah, it does. I'm also drinking a Red Bull. So if at some point in about 20 minutes, I get a little cuckoo, <laughs> the <laughs> we'll Red Bull is kicked in. Perfect. Yeah. Happy um, Monday. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about an interesting topic. Um, it's probably a pretty charged topic, especially among maybe even our audience, because we're primarily, um, our audience is primarily women, um, moms, like I started thinking about it. We are the direct marketing, multi-level marketing. Um, yeah. We are that type of person. Like we are the type of person that they target. Yeah. Probably the target audience for yes. sure. Yes. So we probably have a lot of listeners who fall everywhere on that spectrum. This is not an episode to bash MLMs or those of you who sell for direct marketing companies. Don't be scared. I'm not going to say bad things to you. But I wish you could see the face Nicole is making it. (laughs) (laughs) She thinks that's bullshit. It's not. It's not. And I will tell you why. My anger is at the people behind these companies. Yes. And the way I feel like they manipulate a lot of people, especially women, um, just straight out manipulate. And there are some women who make it work for them and it actually is a wonderful business model for them, but I would say they are not the majority. And so that is Agreed. what I would like to discuss today. All mm-hmm. kinds of things. All ki- I, I, 
I have been wanting to talk about this for years. So buckle up because it's going to be good. It's going to be good. We had already decided we were going to talk about this today. And then I discovered the Lula Rich documentary. Holy moly. What is that? Prime video? Yep. I'm prime. Oh, it's talking about the Lula Row. And that is on another level. Holy moly. But it did such a good job at really laying out, I think, what a lot of these same MLMs do. You know, it's, it, it can be really, um, profitable if you are in that, just the very beginning people. So you're way up there and you're the type of person or personality that can, you know, do all of that, but absolutely, but man, where it just started breaking down all the, the way they prey upon you know, and whip people up into believing, you know, basically get rich quick scheme, right? A lot. Yes. A lot for sure. Um, okay. I feel like we need to take a step, a pause and a step back because yes, yes. I literally know some of the people that listen to this are, are active, um, direct marketing sales consultants. Sure. Um, (laughs) Sure. Sure. I want to preface all of this by talking about my history with okay. direct marketing and my journey to get to this place of enlightenment. I'm just kidding. Um, so first of all, since the beginning of buy crap parties, like for me, obviously Tupperware and what was that makeup company before Mary Kay even? Avon. Tupperware and Avon. Oh, sure. My grandma. Actually, hilariously. Yes. Both my grandmas. One was Avon. One was Mary Kay. Life nice. Yeah. Nice. My grandma was an Avon lady. So stinking cute. Um, for years when I was a kid. Also, my grandma would buy anything. So, <laughs> I love her. Um, anyhow. She, or since, so for me, buy crap parties, like Pampered Chef, um, some of those home decor things, like in the beginning of my adult life of like having my own home, if you sold crap, you could come to me. I would host a party for you (laughs) because I, I am the kind of gal who supports my friends' dreams and ventures. Like, you write a book, I'm going to read it. You start a podcast, I'm going to listen to it. Um, whatever. I'm your gal. I will be your hype man for life. Yeah. Um, and then, at some point, I got, I got introduced to this... Um, nail stuff what was that called jamberry remember those yes I, and there's all sorts of iterations of that now my, yeah. I have a cousin that sells that not jamberry but it was some like nail streets or street, yeah or, that's what yeah whatever I don't even know so my deal was a few years ago jamberry okay it was at a time financially we needed a financial boost like 
I was coming to a place of, I'm going to have to go back to work or something. And I had this friend who I hadn't even met in real life, but we had really connected on the internet and she had been doing that Jamberry for a while and was doing very well. Um, total like feminist and just a great, like, seemed to me a very strong and and is a very strong woman. I don't know why that mattered to me, but anyway, I connected with it. So she, anyway, I was like, you know what? I'm going to give this a shot. I liked them. It was a product I kind of enjoyed. Um, so I did. And I would say she very much a, like, she doesn't listen to this show. So I'm not just saying this. Um, but like solid, I didn't feel like, you know, there's just some people like the Mary Kay ladies where you're like, if you don't fucking leave me alone, I'm going to lose it. Sure. Not her, not her. Okay. So anyway, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. She was a great coach. I got started. I made a good amount of money. Like for. Did it actually? Yeah. Nice. I did great. Like, um, enough to like mostly pay for our Disneyland trip one year, which that year, which was what I wanted the money for. Okay. Here's the thing. Your friends will only buy your crap for so long. Like at least for me, I was about, I did have a couple of people sign up underneath me, which that was not something I was like ever thinking. I just wanted to make a few hundred bucks a month. So anyway, all that to say, like for a few months, great. And then I was like, meh, I'm not really gonna do the things you do, right? To right. keep it going. Keep it going. And it just kind of petered out, which was fine for me. I got busy, think life, you know, whatever. I was like, okay, girls, I'm done. Live your best life, blah, blah, blah. Some of them went on to keep selling for months and years and make a lot of money or whatever. Not a lot, but you know, same as me. Like it's just the extra spending cash, right? Right. Which I think is very doable if that's what you're in it for. A few hundred bucks here and there, extra spending cash, blah, blah, blah. For a, a good part of those direct salespeople, I think that's doable. Yep. Um, but while that was happening, I realized I didn't like what it was doing to my relationships with people. Right. So let's talk about a little story that happened when I was thinking (laughs) about signing up for this Jamberry. I put on my Facebook at the time because we were very active Facebookers during that time. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm thinking about doing this. Somebody talk me out of it kind of thing. That was my bad because my faithful friend, oh. Nicole. Nicole Allen in, in again to be a wrecking ball. <laughs> no, you were a fantastic friend in just maybe not the best way go ahead Nicole why don't you talk about it (laughs) so okay so Kelly posts you know kind of a talk me out of it and now I do need you to understand first off nail stuff is literally the last thing I'm going to purchase because 
as anybody that knows me in real life knows, I actually am a terrible nail biter. So I have no nails. So <laughs> I, it is literally the one product that I will never purchase. Cause I, you know, in- Oh, go ahead. A marketing technique is that if you're a nail biter, you should get those because it makes it hard to bite your nails. So well, you missed the boat. I really did. Maybe I could have been healed. Sorry, no, sorry. it's fine. <laughs> so, but, but like, you know, certain products I'm like, if I'm interested in purchasing, like I would definitely rather purchase from somebody that I know yes, rather, you know, and support them. Um, you know, who doesn't need some kind of pampered chef gadget and even Mary Kay, there's certain products I actually do like. So I have a couple people that, you know, I'll purchase when I want to. And, but I always go to the ones that like they're I'm here if you want it, Don't, leave you. you know, yeah. yeah, they're not the ones texting you telling you that you'd really be a, 10 years younger, if you just buy all of their products, because, you know, that doesn't work for me anyway. So Kel posts this and I had been with, I was with friends and we have had a couple of drinks. Hmm. So I'm feeling a little extra loose at that point. And my recollection is don't do it that I posted something to the effect of don't do it. And if you do well, I'll like your page, but then I'll hide your page because, <laughs> you know, I'm not buying none of that. and of course very blunt and um things that I probably wouldn't have said I should have just not said anything right that's the lesson shut up well but I did say somebody talked me out of it so you took the assignment seriously you sure did like a real (laughs) asshole and little did I know that I like super upset you and I you crushed my soul I felt so bad I'm so sorry I was mad at you for about a year (laughs) I I did apologize pretty quickly but I probably I well yeah like I do remember saying like I'm so sorry like that was not cool or something like that but it it definitely I'm sure that it was still very hurtful and it was not you I mean, it was, well, it was me, but not, it wasn't that big of a deal. And it wasn't like, I was mad at you. Like we're not speaking. It was Mm -hmm. just like, how dare you not support me? Bitch. No, not even like, how dare you not support me? Just keep your mouth shut. Yeah. (laughs) Which quite frankly was probably accurate. You know, let's be honest. We've never had this conversation ever. So it's happening. Um, Oh, Nicole. Else, um, fuck. Is she calling you? Yeah, but I don't know. Oh, she sent me a first day of school picture. Um, hang on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just try. Okay, sorry. I don't know how I'm gonna edit that out, but I got a phone call from the college child I had to see. You gotta what check were we? It. Um, that you're a bitch. No, I'm yeah, that I was a bitch and I should have just shut up and not had to say no, anything. Not at all. And truthfully, it would not have been a situation except for I was, it was, I was in a state, right? And that is my point about my feelings about direct marketing businesses is that most people, when they sign up, you're, you're in a vulnerable place. Mm-hmm. You're searching, you're looking for something new in your life. You're looking, you're feeling a need either financially or to have something that's yours as a woman, as a wife, as a mom, as a whatever, like, um, because most people that start don't have full-time jobs elsewhere. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, um, anyway, so 
I would not have like no big deal. If I weren't in a vulnerable state, I was in a vulnerable state. Right. And had you at that time, do you remember thinking like, this is how I'm going to like seriously make money. Like I am going to contribute to my family. Not Mm -hmm. now. Listen, I never thought like, I'm going to be the pink Cadillac driving person of January. No, right, right, right. I want to make a few hundred bucks a month so that we can go out to dinner without feeling stressed or, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. whatever. But at the time that was a big deal for me, right? Like that. And I, one of my hangups as a woman is I feel like, well, I'm a, I'm a driven person in that I could be an excellent career woman, but we have made the choice that that is not our path while our kids are in the home. So that is a battle that I fight or fought at the time, all the time that I'm not contributing. I'm not fulfilling my purpose of blah, blah, blah. And so enter something that I could do at the same time Mm -hmm. as my primary commitment that would kind of fulfill that need. And I don't know, it was, there was a little bit of excitement, but also there was a, I know people hate direct salespeople. This was far enough into like Facebook parties and getting random messages from person you haven't talked to in seven years. um, (laughs) Right. There was a stigma, you know? Well, and probably overlaps kind of when the LuLaRoe thing somewhat, I I I feel like it was probably maybe at the very early stages of that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that I remember LuLaRoe being a big thing at the time, but it probably was. Um, yeah, because the time-wise, the years probably matched up pretty like, you know, I'm just thinking in the super early yes. days where maybe you hadn't really heard a lot about it, but there was yes. a lot of like excitement yes. about these are ways you can seriously, yes. like provide like for your family. Um, you know, the, oh God, the diet and exercise ones, the isogenics or the, you know, shakeology or whatever, all of those things. I, there were definitely those things happening in social media sales type sure. things already. So Anyway, for me in my evolving journey with how I feel about direct sales, I just realized my friendships and relationships didn't feel the authentic. Like I had in the back of my mind, every time I talked to a friend, they were going to feel like, oh, you're hitting me up to sell your shit or whatever. Right. Whether or not that was true, I don't know. But it was affecting me and my yeah. view of myself. And so I just was like, this isn't for me. I will still continue to support everyone who this is their gig in life up until probably last year. Um, a gal I know was selling like uh, athletic wear or something. I can't remember. And I was like, Oh, that's all I wear. I'll totally buy her crap. And then I was like, no, no, I'm, I'm, I want to support her, but I'm not going to continue to support these companies because I feel like they, they give you this idea that you own your own business. You're a small business owner, like on small business Saturday, all these direct marketing people put out there, support my small business, blah, blah, blah. I get that. 
that's not real. Like you don't own a small business. You are a worker bee for a giant business that's predatory is my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I will say, I kind of think there's two different types of people that are in it. Like, you, yes. you know, where there's ones that are in a very desperate state, right. Yes. Or in a very, like, whether for their personal reasons or for their financial reasons, like I need to do something. Yes. Um, and then there's the ones where it's like, I just want a little bit extra, right. The 300 bucks makes the difference between like, like you were saying, like, you know, going out and not stressing about it and, and like, Ooh, that's a little tight. And so having a little extra cash is just kind of nice. Um, I also think there's two different types of people that go into it where it's dollar signs. I'm going to be a hardcore boss, babe. This yes. is going to give me this. And I actually just like the product. And yes. if my friends, you know, are interested, I'm here for it. We but can all I'm, give it at a discount. Exactly. But I'm not necessarily like texting and, you know, pursuing people yes. that I knew from way back when and, you know, preying on them and then heavy handed to get people to sign up under me, like sign up, sign up, sign up under me. Right. The other question, I have a question. So when you did yours, did you have to buy in a big, was there a big buy in? No, it was not. It was a hundred bucks and you got a ton of product and right. Like way more than a hundred bucks worth of stuff. Like I would sign up to be a consultant again, just to get all that stuff. Right. So, and I, from what I understand, I believe that Mary Kay is similar. You don't actually have to buy direct marketing. So that that's the stuff that I'm like, do it. Like, because most people in that state, they're purchasing it because man, you're getting all this stuff for free and you can get your own stuff for a discount if you do. So I have no issue with that. It's the ones that are so super predatory where you like the Lula Rich documentary. Yes. You had to buy in $5,000. Yeah. You know, sure. people are doing it because they're desperate. So they're putting it on their credit card. They're selling breast milk. To, like they're doing these just really wild things to afford to buy in to this thing. And then, you know, and then hope, hope that you can sell all of it to even break even, let alone make money. Right. So here's the deal. I agree with that 100%. Like most people are not the boss babe people. And I want to support them. I want to support the athletic wear person. I want to support the, um, oh, CBD oil. Like there's total, I, I use that crap. I want to buy it from you because I want to support you. It is a, it is a moral issue for me. It is a hangup. And it's kind of like how some people won't eat at Chick-fil-A or shop at Hobby Lobby. Right. Like, right. I cannot buy from these MLM businesses. And so sadly I can't support you. Right. And I'd rather just send you a hundred bucks. Right. Like give me your Venmo. I'll send you a hundred bucks. Go out to dinner and have a blast. Right. Um, seriously. I actually said that to people too before. (laughs) I'm like, I don't actually like kids selling stuff for their whatever's. I'm like, can I just give you the money? I don't actually want whatever random crap. 
Yes. It is. Well, it's like when the kids have those fundraisers at school. I'm like, well, it cost me to buy out of this shit. Like, send it's me, totally dear PTA, send me the thing that says for $200, you never have to hear from us again the rest of the year. In. I'm Done. in. Yes. Um, obviously, that is my privilege. But um, <laughs> that's one of my favorite things to say. It really pisses off my in-laws. Anyway. Um, it's true. I, I hear that. <laughs> I, I just have such a very, you know, when I get something in my craw, it's serious business. I'm an Enneagram eight. Yes. And so <laughs> I cannot support freaking MLMs. And, and this is why there's someone at the top that knows what they're fucking doing. Yeah. It makes me angry. You are manipulating hundreds and thousands of people. To, to line your pockets and you are using all of the things that women are driven by a sense of self, a sense of providing something for their family, a sense of all of these things. You are manipulating that to line your pockets. Yeah. Fuck you. I can't support you. And so therefore I can't support my friend. And that makes me even angrier. Like, yeah, that's my Enneagram eight true feelings right there. Yeah. Yeah, the justice of it and the rightness in that, which I hear because I will say I have a couple of people that I know from years ago that I remember at one point, and I know they were struggling financially. Yeah. She made some kind of a post and said, do you need Amway? Do you need Malaluka? Do you need, um, and it was some athletic wear, I think, and some oils, like, she was doing like four different oh, ones yeah, and that she had had to purchase into yeah. to do. And I just kept thinking, well, my first, I'm a terrible human thought was if you'd spend any of that energy and time and just go work somewhere part-time, you'd probably make more yeah. and not have to spend to, to, to buy in, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's that. But also like, oh my God, stop it. Because I don't want to be your friend if everything is, because it is in the back of your mind then. Yeah. Are you trying to sell me? Are you, you know, um, that's, that's the downside uh, on the predatory part of it. Right. That I hear you. I'm with you on that. It, I hate I really, I have a few people that are just, you know, they're into like, there's some all natural cleaning stuff and, you know, mm-hmm. the um, H2O is one of them and another, I can't remember the other name of it, but I like a couple of the products and I, I, you know, just reach out when I'm like, Hey, I'm kind of running low on blah, blah, blah. And can you help, you know, can I order that through you? And that I'm good with, cause there's some stuff that's great, mm-hmm. but I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm def- clearly a straight shooter in that I'm not going to buy a bunch of <laughs> random crap that I'm not going to use. Yeah. And I told people that, you know, it, at different times, like, yeah, and that's just not my jam. Sorry. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. It's hard because I, I do, I hate the predatory part of it. Mm-hmm. Hate, hate, hate. Uh, So, okay, now I'm going to dip into some territory that is even more scandalous. Most of these companies 
I'm literally trying to think of one and I should have done better research. I'm trying to think of one that isn't. Um, We're started by a certain religious group that has a knack for stepping into a sphere and literally taking it over. And I don't, I could care less about their religious principles or whatever. It's the feeling of there, there's almost a false success there because these people as a community support one another. Like they will literally move into developments and neighborhoods and, and say in their church or whatever, Hey, we're all moving here. And, and literally like our last development that we lived in was like 85% this religious oh, wow. group. And it's, listen, they have a wonderful sense of community and support one another. And your husband died. We will all pay your bills for a year and, and keep you afloat or five years. I don't even know. Like there's a wonderful sense of community. Yeah. It's pretty, I don't, I don't particularly buy into their religious stuff. And so, you know, I'm sure there's my pissy view from that standpoint, but I have noticed. So back way back when they actually started the mom blogger thing. Okay. Like really blogging as a, um, societal thing was started by this group. Like just, I mean, I wouldn't say started, but it became big business by this group. Okay. So then at the same, like, as that's happening, they're creating these MLMs, which are then being shared in this sphere still happening. And now a large number of Instagram influencers are a part of this religious group and have changed the way the places we use for social support feels, right? Interesting. And I also have a problem with that. Like, so you're taking careers like owning a business and selling goods and contributing to your family and skewing that in this patriarchal, and we'll talk about that in a second from Lula Rich. Ooh, um, ooh, yes. System. And now you're also going into the space where we commune with one another and support one another and talk about mom things. And you're turning that into big business. And every time I log on, I'm faced with my house isn't as pretty as yours or, you know, compare, compare, compare. And, but that's okay. Because if you follow my affiliate links, you can be like me too. And I don't, I'm, this is probably a scattered conversation, but it pisses me off. Like just get out of our space and let us commune as women and support one another without selling to one another and all those things. But at the same time, I feel like a dick because these women are creating finances for their family and supporting. And so it's like, but again, someone at the top is benefiting. Talk about that Lula Rich talk because I've been talking for forever. Talk about that man. Yeah. 
Okay. So that was what was so crazy is I thought, um, as, as we're watching, right. They're talking about how they start kind of professing. You can be so successful that you can retire your husband out of his job and that he can be a part of it. Right. Like, and that sounds really good. Like, oh my God, we're going to be so good that my husband can be a part of this business too. And that we can support our family and we can have all this family time and we can have all this financial freedom. But, um, the other part of it was also that like, uh, you know, once your business gets to a certain point, you need your husband because kind of, kind of like you need his smarts and you need his, um, Covering. you know, covering yes and all of that too so it was this weird like twist that starts happening and as people were you know they're interviewing them of course this is after the fact realizing they there became a lot of pressure to get your husband on board and to get whatever and and one gal said what I realized is that then you have total dependence on this company right? Because now your husband's left his job, his insurance, his stability, his what have you. And now everything in your family life is completely dependent upon this thing continuing, this machine continuing to function and, um, and what have you, which I thought was super creepy and very obviously the word, the cult word started yeah. coming into play right? <laughs> and how it sounds really good on this end. It's poised like, Oh, give you freedom, give you whatever. But the undertone is all these strings and ways that they can control and manipulate because it's all, you know, tied in. And on top of, of course, then the patriarchal, you know, thing and and this weird misogyny that's also involved in that in that you little woman you know you still you need to give your husband time and make him feel important um so that he can be supportive and you know clearly you need his man brain because yours is limited and (laughs) you know all of this stuff that was so creepy how it just was super subtle Like it Mm -hmm. starts really subtly and seems like, oh, yeah, okay. But then it, you know, then it became even there about you have to watch how you're presenting yourself and you need to be thinner and you should get weight loss surgery and you should, (laughs) like, it was so crazy how it started really subtle, right? And then became this just other thing in the underbelly of it. And the cultiness of it. And this, like, if you went along with it, you were part of the group. And if you didn't, if you were buffed against that, like, I don't need to get, I'm not going to get weight loss surgery and I'm not going to whatever, then suddenly you were other, right? Which it was weird. Kel and I were talking, like, as we're watching it, as this, the, the cult word starts getting used and whatever, it was like, oh my God, now we're talking about stuff that we get on other levels. Yes. And it and it has other titles to it, it has other words, but man, it's the same machine. Yes. You know, and even that same religion thing, like it became this very like, 
you need to this. And, you know, again, kind of then it started becoming even a religious thing where this lady was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm, what are we, what is happening? Yeah. Yeah. At one point, one of the former consultants was like, they were at a convention and she was like, he was literally quoting out of the religious book that this religion uses. Um, I'm not going to say it because I just don't want to go there today. But if you watch the thing, you'll know. He's literally quoting from their religious book. And it's like, and she says, whoa, I'm in a cult. Yeah. How did this happen? Yeah. And, and I mean, obviously I probably have very strong feelings about MLMs because of my very strong feelings. Like I'm acknowledging that seriously, you could throw out everything I've said and be like, Oh yeah, she's just triggered. Fine. Whatever. Yeah. That's fine. Um, yeah. that, that's my problem, but that's how I feel. And here's what I know. When you've been in a cult, you go one of two ways. When you leave that cult, you are either attracted to more cults and yep. that is still, you need that in your life mm-hmm. and, or not even cults, but cultish ways of thinking and support, yep. or you react against it. And everything that feels even remotely like a cult, you want to burn to the ground. Yeah. I think we know where I fall. Right. Like, <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> well, and it is interesting because sometimes when, when we Once you see it, you can't unsee it, right? So I, too, feel a lot of those same feelings. And as I was watching Lula Rich, I was thinking of my industry. You know, I'm in hair. I do a lot with Redken. I'm a Redken certified colorist. So I go to Redken. You know, we have symposiums and conventions. And there's a lot of hype there, you know? And so as I was watching, cause they were, you know, having these LuLaRoe conventions and it's all about like, go, go, you can do it. Empowerment, whatever. And I started thinking, oh shit, is Redken a cult? <laughs> <laughs> but the difference to me is, I mean, I think any big thing could have those yes. vibes, right? Yes. They want you to be excited about the company. They want you to be excited about the products. Um, but when the, the thing is still about empowering you to, um, and supporting you in yes. what you do, uh, is the difference and educating you versus it's just about our stuff. Right. So mm-hmm. I do think that, I, I think there is a way that I could see that and that it could seem very culty and yes. there's parts that I'm like, yeah, you know, you're not the only game in town. Yeah. Um, but also recognizing that when I pay to go to a conference, I'm also getting a ton of education that supports what my business is. Yes. And my business is not just selling Redken. In fact, I'm kind of the anti-seller. I'm much more of the, it's supporting, you know, giving me cutting, haircutting techniques and coloring and, you know, all of those kinds of things and business, yes. you know, how to manage your money and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Yes. Which is super important when you do have an actual business where you are paying, you know, like I pay quarterly taxes and I, you know, like have an LLC and a, you know, whatever, or a sole proprietorship, like actual 
business, you know, where you're getting real information, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, it's just interesting. I, I guess it was interesting because I do think that whenever you are a part of a conglomerate on some level, it's easy to start seeing some of those little, those little wisps of like, whoa, uh-huh. that, could, that could go, that could go real sideways. Real quick. Yeah. It's so funny you mentioned that because Jim, he has his annual or biannual corporate meetings and conferences and stuff. And he comes away from them. So pissed off. Does and he like, like just tell us what we need to know and stop da 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 and hyping us up and let us yes. do our jobs and da, da 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 da. And he's reacting, right? Yeah. He's reacting against the thing that he doesn't want to feel again. Yeah. And so much of it is probably wonderful and educational, like you're saying, but the hype. Oh yeah. And there's part like, of that, right? Like, cause they, cause they, you're not wrong on those levels. They are trying to sell their product. Exactly. It is their goal, you know? Yes. <laughs> yes. And some people in the, in, in, in the sales industry and whatever, some people really thrive on the hype and need right. that. Yeah. And you know, they're charged and da da da. I would say if you're, if you're paying money to go to these trainings, well, first of all, I mean, like Jim doesn't have to pay money, obviously, like they're sure. like pay for everything for him to be there. Um, but if you're in an industry where you do have to pay money to go to those things, um, I would just say if you're not getting more than hype, right. Then maybe consider take a look at that. Worth that payment that yep. you're making. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you need to be hyped to do your job, <laughs> is it, you know, a healthy yes. situation? Yep. Um, maybe it is. And good for you if it is. I, and, and, and I'm bringing it all back to this. For those of you who ever listen to this, who are, who are direct marketers for a product, if I block your groups that you add me to, if I decline your party invitations, if I don't buy your product, I love you. Yes. I just can't support something that I have such negative feelings about right now. Yeah. Maybe as I have healing in my life, that will change. But <laughs> well, I also think though, because of uh, potentially because of your personality too, once yeah. you've seen the underbelly and you know that there's predatory parts when someone it, because oftentimes when a friend is having a party, right. Uh-huh. A, a, it's somebody else that's the consultant that is being pushy and is being, you know, predatory a little bit. And that's the thing you're rebuffing against is the like, "Mm, no. Yeah. Uh, Which I feel also, Um, you know, that's, that's the person that I'm like, no, thanks. I'm good. You know? Well, and I'm such an advocate and I so hate to see what I feel like is somebody being taken advantage of, or, you know, like, I, I just so want to protect my people that it just, it's a thing. Okay. I will acknowledge it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I, there was, I got invited to one party, uh, online, of course. Um, and I texted my girlfriend and I said, Hey, are you selling this or are you just having a party for someone else? And And I, and that made a difference for me because I thought, okay, 
we could, it was a product that like, we might be interested in buying a thing or two, nothing crazy. Um, but at the end of the day, she's like, oh, I, just, I don't know. I just wanted to do it for so-and-so. So it was like, that's cool, but I don't know so-and-so. So yeah. mm, don't care. Um, so I didn't feel as pressured to do it. If she would have, I, again, because I thought I could, or I couldn't, Yeah, I, I probably would have. Now I would have probably had to been very clear at some point quickly. Like I'm never probably going to do a party and this is, pro- you know, I'll come to you. Yes. And, and sometimes I will just do that even yeah. like, we're just going to be very clear from the get go. Oh, for sure. You know, and, and it, I've gotten a little more tact over my years, <laughs> especially since our poor, like horrible, uh, situation that happened all those years ago. <laughs> um, so I will try to do that in a, in a kind way, um, now just to like sort of prevent some of that, because of course I remember the days of Amway, you know, that was sort of the first one. Yes. And I remember my parents getting invited and being so excited, like yes. so-and-so invited us over for a barbecue. Isn't that uh-huh. so nice? And they were really desperate for friends at that point. Yeah. They were really, I shouldn't say desperate, hungry for relationships. Yeah. And then when they went, it was all a sales thing. Yeah. And they came home so disillusioned and disappointed. Like it was so hurtful. You know, it wasn't just like, well, that was annoying. It was like, that was hurtful. Um, and so I think, you know, even from way back then, I do probably have a little bit of a, you know, a thing about it. You know, I think like, let's be clear, you know, with what it is and, uh, you know, doing, it's funny being a hairdresser. Um, I have a lot of people that will ask too, oh, you know what you could add to your repertoire? Yes. Sell this too. And every like, thanks. That's yeah. No, I'm not. No, I already have a business. I'm already really busy. I don't need something else. Um, but thank you. (laughs) You know, uh, for me, just to dip back into another aspect of it that is frustrating for me is um, most people who sign up to do this as a part-time gig or whatever are thinking, this is something I can do from home. It doesn't take time away from my kids, um, a little side income. And even at the level that I was, which was very cash, very like not a big deal, I was taking time away from my kids more time than a part-time job would have been. I was, you know, neglecting other things. I, it was costing me more in time than any part-time job making more money would have been. And yes, I probably would have had to get creative about how to do that as far as childcare or whatever. Um, But if the, if the money situation is desperate, getting up at three or four in the morning and working five hours at a coffee stand, making double what you would make for those parties is very doable. And you don't have to sell your soul. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, just there, I I'm saying that because I feel like that's a reality that some people need to hear. Like you are going to be cheating time with your kids at some point. Parties happen. Um, 
at certain times, but all the prep work that goes into that. Yes. Is yes. Is time away from your kids. Yes. And which is not a bad thing. Like no little kids down in front of a TV and give them crackers. I am very much pro that, but just don't, don't believe that that's not going to happen. Right. That is definitely going to happen. And I think, again, it goes back to, you know, evaluating what kind of buy-in is it? Are they supporting you throughout or is it just pressure, 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 perform, perform, you know, or buy more, buy more, buy more. If you bought, you know, the whole spend money to make money, man, even in my industry, which again, we're providing actual services and being paid for actual services or products, whatever, like that's very clear. I mean, I've seen people in my industry blow out because they keep doing this. Um, well, you got to spend money to make money. You got to buy into this line and you got to buy into that line and you got to yeah. buy into whatever. And every time when I start seeing and knowing certain personalities are strapped, I try, you know, and then I have to step out like I, that you're your own person, but I will yeah. absolutely say, okay, hold on. You will be better off offering limited services, offering limited lines and just do that well until you sell a fill in the blank, right? Until you're Mm -hmm. more established. And then if you want to, you know, add to your repertoire, that's great. But don't just get into that buy more to sell more, you know, buy more to make more because it will eat you alive. Yeah, it will. Like, I don't care what, uh, honestly, in there's a lot of industries that that is super true of. Yeah. Well, and I think a lot of what we're talking about is true of many things. Like this isn't just about direct marketing. It's in a lot of this conversation. And obviously like I'm listening to myself say all these things like a a cautionary tale, like I'm instructing people who don't have a brain, you know, which is silly. Obviously people have a brain and, and make your decision, man. Like, yeah, do, it. do you, just my opinion, I just needed to rant about this for an hour. Like yeah. I need to get this out of my soul. Right. <laughs> we might have to take a pause because the oh. second, yes. Pause. I'll be right back. I don't know if I'm going to edit this out or not because awesome. it's too hilarious. Oh, thank you. Yes. When we started recording, Nicole was like, I might have to Fantastic. take a pause while we're recording. Because FedEx has been here three times. And if I don't answer the door today, they're going to send my package back and it's wine and I need it. (laughs) So that's what happened. I just told this story. Like I didn't even, I'm not even going to edit it out. I just told the story of why this was such an important delivery. I'm so sorry, but it has been, this is the third attempt and they were going to send it back. (laughs) Good God (laughs) almighty. We need the wine. We got Um, the wine. Yeah. So anyway, do you have anything more you feel like you need to say about this? I don't. I've I've beat the dead horse and I I, think we're good. (laughs) But I will absolutely say if you haven't and care to, you should totally watch Lula Rich on Amazon Prime just for the entertainment factor alone. Um, Because those leaders are batshit crazy. That woman who started Lula Rich or LuLaRoe is a special kind of something. Yeah. Well, and it, 
you know, in some ways I did, I will say this, I did almost, I felt bad for them in some ways because it just went so hot so fast, but I don't sure. feel bad for them, but it was, it was a little bit bonkers. It was, it was wild to watch yes. I mean, kind of where it well it started and where it went so quickly. Yes. But welcome to capitalistic greed because you have every opportunity to take it slow and turn business away as you build the foundation of your company. So that's very kind of you, but also fuck them because no, for sure. (laughs) They made their choice. (laughs) They sure did. Yes. No, I, well, clearly I'm not. I have a lot of stories on this podcast of, oh, I'm, I'm a real asshole. (laughs) (laughs) You're my favorite asshole. Oh, well, that's good. You're the kind of asshole we all need. (laughs) <laughs> I will be here for you. <laughs> oh, goodness. oh man. Okay. Well, um, this is uplifting. Uh, I'm not sure how to. It's just good old gossip, honestly, in some ways, like just Pretty good old, yes. like spill that tea and tell us about this show we watched. And if you're, if you haven't seen it yet, that's a good, it's a good watch. Yeah, it's only four episodes, so it's definitely doable. Like, yeah, you could do like I did this weekend and stay in your room all weekend and watch it in one sitting. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right, friends. Take care. Okay, have a good one. Love you. Don't, don't buy any crap. Just kidding. Yeah. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> Adios.